<laughs> no, there is not something wrong with your microphone. We are still here. AJ's just being a dick. <laughs> well, uh, you know, <laughs> I knew you'd break first. And to be fair, their microphone doesn't have anything to do with what they're listening to. Well, that would be their headphones or their speaker. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe there could be something wrong with our microphone uh, if we're recording. I don't know. Oh, you're an idiot. Uh, anyway, welcome in to Who Gives a Shit episode. I don't <laughs> I don't keep track anymore. <laughs> we're somewhere between 10 and 15 or 20. I don't know. 16. We're sick. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Let's go with that. I don't fucking know. My life is just a tragic heap of I'm not doing anything important. But putting my existential... At least after, like, <coughs> 6 o'clock. Putting my existential crises... Crises? Crises. Crises? There's crises. Aside, <laughs> um, add that one to another one on the list of things that are going to fucking annoy me for a while. Um, for the next three days. Speaking of things that annoyed me, i got to tell you this story. Um, you, you just... you, you got to go into the classroom and go... Is it crises or crises? I I will find out. <laughs> I will find an English teacher and just, I will just ask. Just go go just bars right into the English just as they're teaching. I need to know something. <laughs> no, what? yeah. No, I will. I I do not care. So I will. What? What do you want? Is it crises or crises? Why? Anyway, <laughs> um I think it's sissies, but we'll find it out. We'll yeah. find out. I'll let you know next week. But right. I do have to tell you the story about things that are going to piss you off. Okay. Um, have you ever had one of those moments where you can't think of something, like, specific? Like, you remember, like, for instance, you remember, like, um, a Lego guy you had when you were a kid. And you can remember everything about it, but you can't remember what the name of it was. Right. And it like, just what pissed, set it was from. And it just pisses you off for, like, a while. Okay, I had one of those on, like, a family-wide basis on Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. I gotta tell you this, because, <laughs> you know, we just had the holiday, whatever. And so, my grandmother, when I was a child, had a cat. It was a black cat okay. with white, you know, patches, whatever. And... Was his name Patches? It, no. And so... Missed opportunity. It wasn't really, like, like a spotted cat. It was, oh. like, it had, like, a white, you know, stripe in the chest and the white oh. paws... Um, kind of like, kind of like, um, our friend's cat. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway. And so, my grandmother had this cat for like a year. And then, no, it was probably about two years. And then she went to New York one summer, you know, because she lives up there for a while. And, uh, summer home. And, uh, she let the neighbor watch the cat. And then when she came back... The neighbor had just been like, well, is it alright if we... I just, like, hold on to it. And then and then so she let the neighbor keep the cat. And so the cat became Aww. a permanent resident of the neighbor's house, which is fine, you know, yeah. loving home all the year round, whatever. And the, and the lady renamed it, and then the cat's new name was Buster. Okay. And so we remembered the new name. And at Christmas, I asked my grandmother about this cat, because for some reason my brain had gotten to that cat. I had said something about wanting a dog, which is an obvious thing, because right. I like dogs. And so we're talking... Cats, and cats can be giant pains in the ass. And, and I was talking to her about, you know, that cat. And she couldn't remember what his name was. So I called my brother, who at the time, we were in good standing and good friends, you know, when he was actually my brother, and we actually, you know, hung out. Uh-huh. Which is when we were kids. Because so, you kind of had to. And so we were living together. And so I call him because I enjoy making him join in in the shit show that is things that annoy me <laughs> and things that bother me on a mental level and so i call him and i ask him if he knows the name of the cat and he couldn't think of it and so now it it started bothering him and so <laughs> i had passed the torch onto my brother so would yeah, he ask his wife or something no well she wouldn't know and so <laughs> yeah but I could that's see a good your joke brother, i can see your brother asking that and like, and so and so um and so now there are three people in this in this <laughs> debacle together. Right. None of us can remember mom. None of us can remember this fucking cat's name. And so I try to drop it and I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> right. And so a couple days later, so Saturday when I went shopping to go get some, you know, clothes and whatever, I right. went to TJ Maxx. And I'm in TJ Maxx 
And I call my financial advisor, which is what I call my mother, and <laughs> she has yet to offer me any financial advice besides, don't do buy you, that. Do you really need it? Yes. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm talking to her about, I don't, I don't remember what the fuck I was looking at. I think it was a, uh, I remember it was a, it was a really nice Under Armour jacket. It was like a zip-up jacket, like a zip-up hoodie, right. but it was like thicker. But it was like it, it was a nice material, but it was like fifty bucks. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I should spend fifty bucks on it. And so I call her, and then I ask her about the name of this cat, and she couldn't remember it either. Ah. And so now there are four people in different parts of this country concerned as shit about what the fuck this cat's ask name the was. Neighbor? She's dead. She died last year, and now we will never know. That's fucking depressing. <laughs> that took a turn. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> we have no idea. We have no one we can ask. It's like, why don't you just ask the neighbor? I can't. She's dead, bitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, that's a fact, actually. She might have might have been earlier this year. It's been a long year. I don't know. <laughs> Can 2018 you... has been a very long year. Yeah, January, people were eating Tide Pods. Yeah. That was only January. Yeah, that meme came out New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing it New Year's Welcome Eve. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> yeah, you... The Ugandan Knuckles thing was like... <laughs> oh my God. Fucking March. Ah. <laughs> uh, do you know the way? Yeah, the, like the fucking year has been just a <laughs> just a knockdown drag out. The, the weird memes this year have been off the charts. I know. I miss the good classic memes, like the the ginger kid. Yeah. The bad, bad luck news kid. Brian. Yeah, and then or bad had, luck Brian. They had the little baby with the fist. Just yeah. Like, yes. And you know you, you had the classic memes. You had the um over um. The over and like overbearing girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That one. There were there were good meme bases. Yeah. And now it's a bunch of stupid shit, basically. It's yeah. It's just it's a stuff bunch from of Tumblr or Reddit, and people yeah. are a bunch of fucking idiots. And some of it's pretty funny, but like. Yeah, and some of them are set up extremely well. Like right now, the 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 popular meme is the um, the Pikachu with the like. The, like the, the O face, yeah. yeah. The what or the don't say it, yeah, yeah. Those that's those are dumb because they're all accurate as fuck. Yeah. Um, the goes to a Husker game. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. GBR. <laughs> Iowa actually went to a bar to watch the Husker game <laughs> last. The last Husker game against Iowa, and uh, there were people in the bar <laughs> doing the go big red thing, and then I went to a concert on the day before Thanksgiving, uh-huh. backing it up a couple more days, and sitting in the concert in between acts, they were yelling the Go Big Red thing. <laughs> uh, as a Husker fan, I fucking it gets, it gets a little out of control with how much that people do it. Yeah, hitting it once, fine. But hitting it 17 times right, in, a, like, in like, a row... Right, like if the lead, you know, if the lead singer comes out in a Husker jersey and hits it, you know, that's pretty cool, but... That's the only time it should be done at a concert. Speaking of which, Five Finger Death Punch lead singer came out with a Nebraska jersey. I saw on. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if the if um, what's his name, uh, Ivan Moody. Yeah. If Ivan Moody had hit the hit the G, had hit the GBR, then that's pretty cool. But he didn't, by the way. If you're curious, um, he was in a boot for his foot, <laughs> and uh, so he literally spent every in between song bitching about it. And one of one of our friends. Uh, who actually has done the movie reviews, movie review segments for us, um, was talking about how trash Ivan Moody is as a lead singer. Yeah, I was getting those text messages the entire show. Uh, <laughs> he was uh, like, he, not he, holding he back. Did, he does not like Ivan Moody for some reason. No, I could literally read you the exchange later, and uh, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's a shit show. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't like Ivan Moody, because Ivan Moody, in my opinion, is a good lead singer. I think Five Finger Death Punch is shit, but yeah, they have they have like three good songs, and yeah. two of them are covers. Yeah. So I and the other one is about like PTSD. <laughs> are you talking about Battleborn? No, because um, Battleborn's a great song. No, it's uh, uh, Gone Away. No. 
Okay. Let me look it up. All right, you do that. Um, I'm thinking Bad Company is like their big song that yeah. everyone knows. Battleborn's a really good song um, that some people know. And then uh, Gone Away is uh, basically the only other song that anyone knows of them. Mm-hmm. They're like um, they're like a more mainstream version of ICP. They have a very specific demographic that they wrong side to. of heaven. Ah, oh yeah, yep, yep, yeah. The top five popular songs on Five Finger Death Punch's Spotify are Bad Company, In Order, Wrong Side of Heaven, Jackal and Hyde, Cham- yep. Champagne, and Gone Away. Yep, and Champagne is now off their new album, and. I'm honestly... Which um, is called Injustice for None, so... <laughs> yeah, and uh, they they have one song, the... God, the fuck, the Burn Motherfucker song. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, man. That song is just so fucking stupid. Yeah. It's... But it gets people fired up. I will say this, Bad Wolves, for their one song that everyone knows, Zombie... A bunch of people bought tickets to that show because they were like, oh, Bad Wolves is playing. I want to hear them play they, Zombie. They didn't play Zombie. They did, obviously. They had to. <laughs> it's like a contractual obligation to play yeah. Zombie. But the it's, fact... It's that, like Five Finger Death Punch playing Bad Company. Like, But the thing is, nobody knows Bad Wolves' actual music, and their actual music is really hardcore metal. Like, like They're like Five Finger Death Punch... like Extreme? Minus, yeah, like I swear the lead singer was on cocaine because that dude was... <laughs> Losing his shit on stage. <laughs> was everybody else just like, what the fuck? Everyone in the crowd was just like, yeah. But everyone in, like, like in the, like the pit was like, yeah, I'm fucking feeling it. Everyone, right, it's the like pit. me, everyone like me up in the actual stands that was just like listening. We're all just like, that dude may have an aneurysm or heart attack or both on stage. He was losing his shit, but he, they're like really hardcore rock. And so a lot of people, they're like, oh, I can't wait for them to play Zombie. And they start out with a really fucking hard-hitting song. And they're all just like, is this the same band? Are Obviously. you sure? Obviously. Uh, and, um, a side story. I'll have to tell you about it later. Remind okay. me about another thing about the concert later. Okay. Um, it's about an old friend that I saw that you'll appreciate me. Um, he was a wrestler that... Oh, we wrestled with in high school. Um, anywho, getting into what we actually were going to talk about today yeah, instead of... after 13 minutes. Hey, you want know to fuck off? I enjoy having rain... Actually, it's more like 12 minutes because somebody doesn't know how to open a show. You're welcome. Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> um... Witty banter all around. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. What we're actually going to talk about. Yep. Big Mike's character died in D&D. And, uh, it did. It, it was uh, entertaining for everyone yep. except for him because he wasn't even there. It was uh, <laughs> It was apparently not super important to a couple characters in our campaign. Which pissed me off because my character is a wholehearted, you know, very prim and proper, you know, no profanity. The exact opposite of what you hear with me on the mic. Oh, yeah. Um very upstanding citizen and uh so he took it pretty hard yep but that was just a nice plug to say that uh big mike created a new character today and we tested it out and i got to play he's pretty awesome i got to play some i can play just a random jackass and it was amazing um just just imagine I'll, i'll i'll put my character into perspective my character was basically lego batman in a full metal suit of armor but could swear like a sailor. Hmm. Roughly how I'd put it. Yeah. Had a hundred and ten hit points. Yeah, I was just a <laughs> I was just a brick shit house of domination. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Anywho, uh, our actual topic for the week yeah. are it's continu- a it's a part three. Yes, it's our continuation of our of our previous couple episodes where we talked about you know. Movies that needed video games, video games that needed movies, and now we're going to do video games that needed sequels. Yes. Or they got really shitty sequels yeah. that should never have been made. They needed, they need sequels, prequels, or they have, they have sequels that should have never been made. Or rap albums. I'm just fucking Settle down, you. Kobe Bryant. Hey, Shaq made a rap album too. 
Nobody cares about Shaq. So did Damian Lillard. Nobody cares about Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) Who else made who else made a rap album? Everyone. Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, he did. (laughs) Surprised Iverson never made a rap album. Iverson didn't listen to rap music. He wasn't talk, hood. Talk, talked about, uh, <laughs> talked about a no. He only, ta- every song was just uh, labeled practice. Yep, basically. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure Alvin Iverson was famous. See, I practice. I'm pretty sure Alvin Iverson was uh, famous for his musical stylings of you know. Uh, he's really big into bluegrass. Uh, Marvin Gaye and. Uh, Hank Williams you, Jr. on the weekends. I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure Alan Iverson listened to listened to some Marvin Gaye. Like, well, Marvin Gaye's an, an incredible, you know, artist. Yeah, without question. I, I'm, I I'm sure. I'm sure Gaye. AI has a has a Sinatra song or two on his on his playlist. Yeah, you know, you, like, got, you gotta listen to some Louis Armstrong before a game. Yeah. Him scatting on the trumpet, that'd be dope. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> unlike us, where we just rock out to Metallica. <laughs> Hey, I rock out to a lot of things. Thank you very much. Okay, that was me. I've actually been my listening... My playlist was like exclusively heavy, heavy metal. Um, well, my playlist was a lot of rock music, but it was a lot of... There, there was some rap in there. Something with a strong beat that would get... You know, the beat was what was important. Right. The lyrics didn't mean shit to me. It was like... Or I would just listen to the Nebraska Tunnel Walk song, and oh, that yeah. would get me so amped up that like I couldn't focus, yeah. and I would be just absolute garbage. But... <laughs> It's just because that damn song is just so infectiously gets my blood pumping. It's amazing. I fucking yep. love it. I would listen to that shit on repeat if it didn't cause me to headbutt through walls. <laughs> Seriously, man. I, when I hear the tunnel walk, when I was at the Nebraska Mission State game when the tunnel walk started, I wanted to mosh. Like, I was feeling it. <laughs> How to get a bunch of Nebraskans to mosh. Play the tunnel walk song. <laughs> Guaranteed. All right, or, let's... or that uh, that Nebraska rap from when we were in high school. That was good. That was it really, was. That was really good. All right, my... I haven't thought about that in a while. Anyway, now it's stuck in my head. And uh, <laughs> why don't you get us started while I take a drink of this coke? Okay. Um... <laughs> the uh, the the first game that I really thought of was um, a few of the more recent Call of Duty games, um, Call of Duty Ghosts. And uh, Advanced Warfare. Both those games at the end teased or set up uh, sequels. Didn't they make a sequel to Ghost? No. Oh. Uh, there was like a little after credits scene in Ghost that set up a sequel, but no sequel to be found. Well, Ghost was also is, their like least grossing yeah, Call of it, Duty it was, game. Yeah, it wasn't popular. Which, you know, makes sense, but for the people that played it and liked it it's like come on i just i want i want to know what happens to the peoples well in the universe you know it was my counterpoint to that is okay. call of duty got absolute trash once they stopped doing actual war and uh, once they got past modern warfare 2 modern warfare 3 was the teetering edge Everything past well, that? No, well... Well, Black Ops. Black Ops was still Black Ops, realistic. Black Ops 2. I, I haven't played Black Ops. But, like, anything, like, the futuristic bullshit that they started playing... Oh, yeah. In, yeah, I agree. They're basically trying to replicate Halo in a U.S. Infinite Warfare was... Military re- Infinite War- Warfare was really bad about that. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Advanced Warfare was probably the same no, way. No, no. no, Advanced Warfare was more, you're part of a... a private military corporation so you don't have laser guns or anything no okay you had like exosuits that like helped you jump higher and you know punch harder and stuff like that so like spartan armor sort of yeah okay but it was more just like a it they clipped to the the wrists i got you and like it was like a there was like a spine. I gotcha. It was very, it, and it just yeah. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like the full arm body armor. No, it was, it was just like little, it was like a it, it, like it, it was an exoskeleton essentially. Oh, I I gotcha. That's that, all right. All right. I'll 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 agree there. 
like the first mission is an actual war in Korea, I think. Hmm. And you lose an you lose an arm, and then the company that gives you the prosthetic arm, you join their private military corporation, and some and, stuff happens. And, and fight a and Kevin Spacey is the is the leader of it, and he's ends up being evil and wants to take over the world. And and Kevin Spacey is also your father, and no. you are setting up the plot of Star Wars. No, you lost your arm. I no. You are fighting against a. A a um, private military. No, well, a I won't say private military. I better equate it to you know maybe an alliance, a a a a trooper alliance, a, an alliance of troopers. Stop! It's headed not Star by, Wars. Headed by one evil guy. Enough. Who likes hey. to uh, make inappropriate comments? Stop. No, am I am Stop. I not am I not tracking this perfectly? Stop. Stop. It's Star Wars. Stop. Admit it. It's not Star Wars. I'm pretty sure it, it is. It is not Star Wars. Are you sure? I'm sure. Is the Kevin Spacey character your father? No. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Did anyone ask? <laughs> <laughs> He's your best friend's father in the game. Star Wars! <laughs> you are describing... You're just, you're just Han Solo. <laughs> You are describing Star Wars. <laughs> it's not Star Wars. Okay, do you lose the arm or does your friend lose the arm? Your character loses the arm. Star Wars! It's not Star Wars. It's not Star Wars because Kevin Spacey's character doesn't take the arm. Does he try to blow up a planet? No. Does he... Try to build a giant station of death with weapons of mass destruction. No. He doesn't make weapons of mass destruction. Yes, but he doesn't build <laughs> a giant station. <laughs> a he, warehouse. He creates like a virus or something. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Does he wear a mask? No. Periodically? No. Does he kill any of the people he works with for crossing him? Yeah, I'm making you think. This may be Star Wars. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think if, if he does. I think he does, but I, I can't remember. Like that time Darth Vader choked a dude out for questioning his authority? But he doesn't kill him. You still get shot. You can't just kind of force somebody. No. It's either all the way or not the way. He doesn't get shot. He doesn't die. So he doesn't... He, he chokes he, him, but he... Ha- he uh, Governor Tarkin, the old guy... Uh-huh. Makes him let go. And then he agrees because he's scared of dying. So it's Star but Wars. But he's still alive! So it's Star Wars. No! Ah! <laughs> oh. You're just doing it to piss me off now. Yeah, because I hate Star Wars. <laughs> and I don't like Call of Duty either, so this is yeah. a double whammy of me just <laughs> fucking shitting on something. It's entertaining to me. Yeah. Well, uh, games that I think need to make a sequel obviously ncaa football mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's not really a sequel no but dear fuck they need to bring that shit back oh i miss i, I we're miss gonna it. save that for part four. Oh, i miss it so much i don't really pay attention when we talk about ideas for games or games mm-hmm. for podcasts mm-hmm. uh Anyway, um, I think Sunset Overdrive needs a fucking sequel. Sunset Overdrive was... I never played that game. Oh, so much fun. It's just chaotic, the entire game. And it it does resolve itself pretty well at the end. I won't spoil anything for you. Mm -hmm. Um, It does resolve itself pretty well at the end, but not to a level that you could be 100% satisfied with the end. Right. Where you're like, this could could do stuff. Sunset Overdrive... I I, I had a lot of fun playing that game. Mm -hmm. Um... I think, fundamentally, I think they've they've made a lot of sequels to a lot of games. Yeah. Like, you know, the best example of, you know, a great trilogy is the Arkham games. Yes. You know, I think Assassin's Creed should have stopped after three. I don't know. I, I like a lot of them. Um, I guess I haven't played the Odyssey, new... The new one, Odyssey, is pretty good. 
It's Origin, Spartans. Yes, it's Spartans. It? It's that, It's Agent Greece. I I'm actually intrigued by that one. I the, would be, I'm uh, very on board. Assassin's Creed Origins is ancient Egypt. That would be see. That's what they did. It's, they got back it's, to its, its roots, the, kind of. A it's thing. it's literally the roots of the assassin organization. It's the very first assassin. So you're saying it explains why it's called Origins. Yeah. Because it's the yeah. origins of the creed of assassins. Yes. Fascinating. Yeah. I think. I yeah, think the they main char- a... the, the main character's necklace mm-hmm. is the assassin logo. Oh, nice. I think the biggest misstep that Assassin's Creed had was they went... Black Flag should have been the last of that era. Yeah. They should not have continued into Revolutionary War time Mm-mm. because... No, that was first. Revolutionary War time was first. That was before Black Flag? Yep. They should never have made the, the fucking Revolutionary War game. Okay, so because, they shouldn't have made three. Because the powder, the guns, changed the whole dynamic of the fucking game. Right, and the, and and since then they've started to get away from guns and stuff. Yeah, they've gone uh, back in Syndi- time. Syndicate was an interesting situation because you could flip-flop between two characters. Right. You could flip-flop between uh, essentially twin, twin assassins. Um, and in Odyssey, you can pick either a male character... Uh, named Alexios, or a female character named Cassandra. That is the worst Spartan name I've ever heard. It's also a female Spartan, so All right. I didn't put too much. You can either be Alexios or Cassandra. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm sorry. <laughs> they put zero effort into that name. No, I agree. But it's it's... It's interesting because you can play solely as a female character. Yeah, and I think that's, that's it's something awesome. that games really haven't done before. Like Mass Effect did it, uh, where you could make the main character a female. Um, well, in Halo, you can always make your Spartan a female. Right. Uh, They've been, you've been able to do that since the Halo Two, Halo One. You could not. The only thing you could change in Halo One was. Uh, the color of the suit you're wearing in multiplayer. Right. That was it. Right. Um, I'm su- I'm kind of surprised that the Spider-Man game didn't like, give you... Spider-Gwen? Yeah, or something like that, you know what I mean? Well, Peter Parker Cause, is a cause man. Because Gwen Stacy wasn't, like, in the game at all. Yeah. Like, no appearances at all. The most female character that you got to play was Mary Jane. Well, and she and it kind of sucked when you played as Mary Jane because you were just playing as a person. Yes. Instead of a superhero, because you had to sneak around, but you couldn't beat anybody up when they caught you. Well, you just, the the mission ended because <laughs> you died because you couldn't <laughs> scream or do anything of use. You couldn't shoot webs at them, and you couldn't fight. You couldn't web sling. Right. You, your only thing you could do was go. And dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... That's like playing Grand Theft Auto if you were given no guns and you were playing as a two-year-old. Well, I think that, I think that's something that, that they could do for a Grand Theft Auto 6. Is with Grand Theft Auto 5, you had three playable characters. Each of them had their own storylines that intertwined with each other. Right. In Grand Theft Auto 6, I think you could make a female character. And I think you should. I, mean... I think you should. Yeah, I agree. Because I think I think it'd be an interesting dynamic to get maybe you know you have two two male characters and then that third that third is a female character and that changes the dynamic of how you know things work within maybe it's a mafia it's another mafia story or and and you, you really know, think about it you more know more bank robbers or something you know and some of the heads of major cartels in you know. South America are females. Like yeah. there are plenty of women who head up drug cartels. There are yeah. plenty of women who were intricate in the mafia age right. in well, America. And, and and this isn't saying that you know females don't play important roles in video games because they do. No, absolutely but they do. It's but the fact that you you typically can't play as them as playable characters. They're normally as NP- your main play. They're playable normally character. NPCs of yeah. some sort. And NPC for those of you who don't know are non-playable characters. Yeah, and I think. You know, video games that gave you the opportunity to customize your own character, obviously, you know, in my opinion, kind of have a leg up on not only just how society works, but 
kind of a you know you're you're cutting off half your fan base yeah really because girls play video games too yeah you know in in all reality you know you could play as in skyrim you can create your character's race right fucking nose size like but the one thing i think the witcher needs to do is they need to come out with a fourth okay and you play exclusively as um the fucking chick in witcher 3 whose yeah, name I, I cannot fucking remember off the top I of my head i know who you're talking about um and I think I think that's something that the Witcher could really really do because playing as her honestly was almost more fun than playing as Geralt or Geralt however the fuck you want to I say think it. It's Geralt. But but her as a as a character when you could play with her in Witcher three for like a couple missions here and there intertwined with the actual story, dude, it, it was a lot of fun, you know, because mm-hmm. she her play style was different. Right. She's not like Geralt, Geralt, who's a fucking tanky guy. She's right. more agile. She's useful. And so I think that's that's one for sure sequel that I would love to see happen. Yeah. Um, without question, I'd love to see a sequel for Witcher where you get to play as the female character in Witcher. Do you find it? Uh, this is what I'm looking at. His former love interest. Um, it's his daughter. Well, like he's like a surrogate daughter. Who's name? Siri, I think. Siri, yep, Siri. That's absolutely right. If they made a Witcher four where you get to play just as Siri, right? That would be an awesome game. I would, bu- I, I'd buy it. Right. I'd well, for and, sure play and that's, that. And that's what's fun about female characters is there is there like moves like moveset changes, the the way that you play them as a character changes, and when like, that other all these different things change, so you have to adapt your play style. Yeah, and and how other characters it, interact with you, right? Because with uh, well, like in Mass Effect, in Mass Effect, okay. where you could do use a female character, you could have like with a male character, you could have love interests with obviously the female characters in the game. Uh, it flipped, in right if you played as a female character, you know, and that that was kind of an interesting like dynamic because it didn't really. It's a perspective change. Yeah, it's a pe- perspective change that, like. I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't really make you think, but like it was kind of like, huh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and and I think on top of that, you know, when you play a, and like I'm I'm just gonna keep using The Witcher because with okay. the Siri uh, Geralt dynamic, it's it's really easy to draw those two comparisons. So with Geralt, he is a, he's a big, muscular, right. middle age fighter guy he's not exactly your charismatic persuasive kind of person right. but as a female character females are well series like early 20s like, she's young yeah. she's attractive in the video game right. and, and you can you can use different aspects of the character to and get your way around the world and that you, you couldn't withdraw yeah and you could be you could be more persuasive mm-hmm. um you could have a better chance of, of talking your way out of things into things right and that's something that you completely don't get with Geralt at all because he is a fucking he's a he's walk a, up to somebody hey want to fight he's a block of wood he's plank <laughs> basically he is a block <laughs> of wood with a fucking face drawn on it yeah well um, like like I didn't like the Witcher a lot of because of I didn't like the way that Geralt played. Like I don't know why. I just, I, I, I felt, felt I felt really restricted with what you could do yeah. playing as Geralt. Yeah. No, I agree, hundred percent. Because you couldn't talk your way out of things. You couldn't. He wasn't charismatic whatsoever. Like it. It was. He in, was a boring character. It like, was intimidate, or it was go on. Yeah, and. Right. Well, have you heard about Siri? Right, and like, in. Nine times out of ten, intimidate didn't work. Yeah, it, it was always like, "Why don't you leave me alone?" Well, I don't think you can handle me. And a bunch of bandits would attack you, and you right, slay like, eight of them, right. and you're just sitting there, and you're just like, "Well, I killed a bunch well, of people." Yeah, like thirty bandits would show up out of thin air. <laughs> and you're just riding your horse along. Suddenly, bandits just take your horse out at the knees, right. and you're just like, "Fuck!" I gotta kill people. Right. Well, that's that's part of my appeal for the Mass Effect games is that with Commander Shepard, you could talk your way out of things. You had all these, you had a Paragon and a Renegade option. 
And and that's what in Skyrim you can do the same thing is right. is you can use your your speaking abilities. It doesn't matter what gender you are, it doesn't yeah, matter and, what and race it, you are. And a lot of uh, what made Mass Effect fun is that you could import your character from the first game into the second game with all the Paragon and Renegade stats. So you could get different options for for dialogue. That's you, awesome. You know, and then it worked the same way with the third game. You could import your char- your your character from the first game that you imported into the second game into the third one. And that's something I think a lot of video games don't do enough yeah. of. They don't connect back to their previous ones. I get it because you want to have standalone games. Right. But at the same time, you have to be loyal to the people who got you there. Right. And so I think... Which is the problem with Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda is known as one of the worst games of all time. It is bad. I, I, it, it has nothing to do with the first three. The first three Mass Effect games pr- pretty much didn't happen in, in Andromeda. Interesting. Like, like, it's it's in a completely different universe than, than the... But first, it shares the, the same game. title? It, yeah, it's it's the same, like, galaxy. Gotcha. It's, in this, it's just in a different, like... Well... This is in the same universe. It's just in a different galaxy. Gotcha. Instead of the like a local galaxy like with Earth uh, near the middle, it it's in the Andromeda galaxy. So it has. You're right. 100 percent nothing to do with anything else. Yeah, that's, pretty much. That's it's it's like a completely new thing, which is all right, but connect it some way to the other three to make it more. You know, have the same villains show up again or. Have yeah. like a character from one of the first one of the three games show up in the you know I, I don't know. It's like, basically they stuck the name Mass Effect on it as a yeah. money grab, so you would buy it exactly. And you would play the game and be like, "This has nothing to do with that Mass yeah. Effect whatsoever." When in reality, they should have just made a Mass Effect Mass Effect Four. Oh yeah, and continued the storyline from three. I mean, Gears, Gears of War did something similar with Judgment, um, but it's. Not at all. Right. It's still mostly the same right. well, stuff. In one, in one game I liked is uh, that they did make a sequel after a while was God of War. Yes, I'm very glad they made a God of War sequel because the God of War games, I've never actually physically played one, right. but they look like the dopest games ever. Uh, God of War, you play as uh, a dead Spartan, essentially, and he kills the gods. Like... Like yeah. he kills Zeus and he kills Ares and all like he kills the major Greek gods and becomes the god. And then in the new God of War, he has a son. He has a human wife. He Zeused it. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. And then, uh, but his wife and son are Nordic. Hmm. So their gods are Thor. And Odin, gotcha. And Loki. So you have so to fight them. You ha- yes, you have to fight Nordic gods. In That's the amazing. New one. It takes place in a very snowy, very cold, very Nordic setting. That's awesome. Yeah, because they continued the storyline. Yeah, they did it really well because they connected it to another religion. Essentially, yeah. they went from Greece to Vikings. And they and they connected it in a logical way instead of yeah. connecting it through instead of like, having just a completely random new main character yeah. that you play as you play as Kratos and his son. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. That's a dope way to continue a story. Speaking of of dope continuations, Red Dead Redemption Two came out. Yes, and from that everything I've seen. Cool. From everything I've seen, my fucking lord, those graphics are good. Yeah, but they're not much different from the first one either. Yeah. That's a lot of the criticism on Red Dead is it didn't really change much. I, I've seen some of the comparison videos, and it didn't change much, but they're definitely there's, a higher quality there. There's a higher quality, but it didn't, like, a lot of the gameplay didn't change. Like, you just have a new main character. You know, it's a prequel, and you have a new main character. You don't play as John Marston; you play as right. Arthur Morgan. Right. You know, J- John Marston shows up in it, which is nice, because it's a prequel. You know, you should have that main character in it. But, like, 
let you play as him. Like, so you're saying you might all, as well. All the people that are like if like if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a prequel and then and do and have the main character from the game you're making a prequel off of, just let you pl- just play as the original character. You know why not just play as John Marston? Why why have to play as as Arthur Morgan? Because your story would have to line up into the f- first game. Um, well, it does. Well, let me let me rephrase that. Um, your equipment, your abilities, your right. all that stuff. It has to be able to. You can only level it up if you have a prequel. Right. You can only level it up to the capabilities. Well, I th- I think of they the character I think they in have, the next game. I think they should have made the prequel first. Well, that's what the storyline of Red Dead Redemption Two should have come first. You should have been able to play as John, and then be able to import that Jan- John Marsden, take the Mass Effect stuff, and import him into Red Dead Redemption. What would have been Red Dead Redemption Two and the original storyline from the first one? Well, then you would just level the fuck out of him in the first one, and then bring him into the second one, starting at the beginning, basically, and you would just shit on stuff for the first, you know, half of the game. Right, and that's the criticism of being able to import characters. Yeah. Is that you can level the shit out of them, and then have have a cakewalk through the next two games, you know, places that are supposed to be really difficult, you're supposed to die like ten times before you get it, you do it in one go. Yeah, and you just shit on everything on your way through. Right. And... That's that's why I disagree with you know I'm fine with them making a prequel after the original because the prequel aids the storyline along. Yeah. Um. You know, take Halo for example. One of the greatest arcs of of gameplay history is the Halo arcs. Mm-hmm. You know, Halo One, Halo Two, Halo Three, but then you snuck in Reach. Right. Reach is the prequel. Is the prequel to it all? It is before. It's what they, it's what they wrote a book about. I think. I think it's, they did a book on Reach, because the Spartan Threes are are blue team, which is John and well Master Chief. Yeah. For the, John. John Fred. who becomes Master Chief. Well, it's he's the same thing. His rank is Master Chief. Oh, okay. His name is John One One Seven, and then you have Fred and and Linda and um, whatever the third one's name is, but. All in all, you snuck Reach in there because they were the Spartans that were the Suicide Squad base. They were Spartan yeah. Force. They just got killed. Yeah. They're, they were just literally sent out there as suicide suicide groups. Oh. And so they would be like sent out to a base and be like, well, um, find your own way home. Try and defend this. You know. And so the, the ending of Reach, if you haven't played it yet, I'm going to spoil it here. Okay. Um, everyone in your party dies. Except you. No. Everyone dies, including oh. you. Oh, you don't play as Master Chief? No. Okay. Master Chief is not in the game at all. Oh, okay. So how Reach starts is you see the opening The opening cutscene is you're a Spartan, you're walking along the dirt, and you pick up your helmet out of the ground. Okay. Like, it's just, like, sitting on the ground, and you pick it up. It's kind of, like, buried a little bit, and you, like, brush it off and put it on. Very end of the game, you all of you guys die, uh-huh. including your people that you're with. It literally... It's a last fucking... It's literally just like a horde game at the end where just they just keep sending enemy after enemy after enemy at you. Just waves and waves of Covenant just come and you just hold out as long as you can then you eventually die. Right. And then when you die, you go to a cutscene where your helmet is then buried in the wind in the dirt. So mm-hmm. it literally goes from the beginning to the end to the beginning to the end. So if you replay the campaign every time, it's like you're just re-picking up your helmet and doing it again. Interesting. And because that's what those Spartans were. The Spartan Force were suicide squads. Hmm. And that's all they were. And they they wrote books about, you know, the ODST group, you know. Right. ODSTs weren't Spartans. They were their orbital drop shock troopers. Right. They are literally paratroopers from space. Right. Which is why they're the fucking craziest of the crazy. That's why they're called hell jumpers, because you're jumping in hell. Right. Um, and that's what makes ODST so cool. And that's why Halo Three ODST was so cool was because you were you you had to step out of the Spartan realm 
And then you meet a character named Buck. Okay. Buck is the head of the ODST team that you play in ODST. And you, when you read the books, you, you read about the stories of Emil and, and all the rest of the guys. and Right, and that's the same with Reach. You, re, you read about John and you read about John becoming Master Chief and stuff like not, that. Not with the Reach games, but with, no, but... with the, the lore and the, the books and, yeah. the, and the comics and all that you know stuff. You learn about John's backstory more and you learn that at age when 13... Deep, and, deep, and deep lore stuff is always the best. Oh, yeah. Like, and they've made a whole... The stuff that you don't see in the games that you probably should see in the games like even a little bit as like flashbacks or something yeah as stories and cutscenes. You know, it's, and... it's it like uh, in some of the most famous deep lore is the star wars stuff which we could make like 30 episodes about it but we're not going to cause... but like i i have halo books you know right there right and and they they talk about you know all the pillar of autumn you know they talk about all the the ships the the shock but what I like about ODST and what I appreciate about it and it's the one thing that I appreciate that three four three did with ODST was it made by Bungie mm-hmm. it was Bungie's second to last game that they created because it went one two three ODST then Reach Reach was Bungie's last game mm-hmm. and it is my opinion the best they fucking knocked it out of the park and then they fucked themselves because destiny sucks right and like that's the way that uh, i think the arkham game should have been but arkham knight relied too much on the batmobile i agree the joke all the joker missions were batmobile missions all like the you couldn't get anywhere without the batmobile yeah you you've watched me play it yeah you couldn't get anywhere. No, you had to... You could get around the city, but in missions, you had to use the Batmobile at least once in yeah. every mission. You had to shoot a wall. You had to grappling hook something. You had to... You had to blow up remote ar- remote armored tanks. Like, yeah. It, it, was, it was ridiculous because Batman isn't just the Batmobile. Like, it was the new... It was the new... Uh, I guess concept for the game. It was the new mechanic. Yeah. That you know wasn't in uh, Arkham, Arkham, Arkham City, or Arkham Origins. That and they over blew the fuck out of it. Yes. And and that's the that's the that's the trick you have to balance. Yeah. You have to balance the new thing, which is it was much more of an open world concept game. Yes, it was. And but the problem with that is it like it like meshed Arkham City and. Arkham Asylum into one, like... Yeah, with the addition of the Batmobile. Yeah. And then they overplayed the Batmobile. But the the one thing that I, I'm very proud of 343 for doing is they took Buck, mm-hmm. the leader of that ODST team, and they made him a Spartan in, in Halo 5. Huh. He is part of Locke's team, the team, that, the team that is hunting the blue team down. Interesting. Halo, uh, Master Chief and all them. So, Buck has transcended and so it shows a progression in his rank that suddenly oh now he's over here it's very amazing like it's very cool how they it did keep storyline continuity yeah and, and it's nice that you see a familiar face right and so when you're playing as as Locke's team you can be like oh fuck i remember buck i remember that guy yeah i want to play as buck because in the multiplayer one person always has to play as either chief or Locke. then the other person can play as whoever the fuck they want on the team i was always fred because Fred's awesome, and he's voiced by Travis Willingham. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Um, but that that's one thing that I appreciated you, about you that got, series. you got to play as the character whose voice actor you know. Exactly. That's, that's 100% fact. You know, you got to play as McCree in Overwatch because you know... Uh, Matthew Mercer. Matthew Mercer. I wanted to say Matthew Miller, but I knew that wasn't right. And Matthew <laughs> Miller is a, is, a, is a character voiced by Matthew Mercer from Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> what they need to do, what they need to do, in my opinion, is they need to make an Overwatch sequel okay. that has a story mode. Yes. That has an actual fucking campaign. Where you play as each character. And then you get ties into... Like, you don't even have to play as each character. You have to tie in each character into the well, story I think, mode I think somehow. You should, I think you should be able to pick a character. Each character has their own storyline. That would be each, awesome. Each character converges into a storyline at the end. Into one big one. No, I, I 100% agree there. That would be really cool. 
we should develop video games and do casting for Hollywood. We could do casting for our video games that we create. And then make movies off them. Yes. We just... Did we just plan our lives? I think we did. This was the last episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, go fuck yourselves, everyone. Uh, we just decided that we're going to be geniuses. Uh, enjoy your shitty... I'm just kidding. Uh, See, these are the conversations that high people have, but they forget them. But we are stone sober but and we're recording. Yes. <laughs> I haven't had any alcohol today. I'm no. drinking fucking Coca-Cola. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but I, I think Overwatch definitely needs to develop a, a storyline base of the game. I think Skyrim also needs to do a sequel. I mean, they kind of the Elder Scrolls. Elder they Scrolls need to hurry up with the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, it's probably gonna never happen. But people want to see Tifa in HD, so. <laughs> I mean. Fair. <laughs> that's yeah. the majority of why dudes want want Final Fantasy VII, is they want Tifa in 3D. Or in uh, in HD. And, and I will say this, they did. They want jiggle physics, man. <laughs> God damn it. See, we just you, talked about see, you, women characters and how you, much. See, you know what's true, though. The, because Because that's what. It, it sucks to say, I never played Final Fantasy, but you know that's why people want it. And and my like, thing my thing is it's like we just happen. we just talked about how awesome it is no, to play as female characters. And I know, but you have the shitty people like that out there. Yeah, and that drives me insane. Um, but you also have to look at Tifa. Tifa is a very, very over sexualized character. And that's an unfortunate reality of how yes. video games are made. Yes. I will say this. I, I think they're, just like with TV, they're running out of ideas. Yeah. And so they're remastering a lot of things, and, and I love that. And you showed me a video of them that this year they're going to come out with a... Uh, a PlayStation original. Yeah, they're going to remake the PlayStation original. A lot like they did with the uh, NES. Super, the, yeah, the NES. And I'm 100% or no, the Super Nintendo. The SNES. Yeah. And... Um, I'm I'm super on board with that. They just they released a remastered Spyro game, right? Cross console, um, and it, it looks really you good. Know, they'll, they'll probably end up making a remastered Donkey Kong game here yeah. eventually, and and you know, you know the, the they've started they've started over with the Pokemon games. Yeah, know, they they, they essentially go back and remaster uh, all those Pokemon. Investments. Let's go is essentially combining uh, Pokemon Go with the original games which i'm I, i'm on which board is an with. interesting because you can import your pokemon from pokemon go to pokemon let's go is it an app still uh no or i think it, it's a game like is it like switch a, yeah i think it's a switch it's a switch game i gotcha we're like you know you still have you the the catching system is the same there's no like wild pokemon encounters but like gym battles and trainer battles are the same oh, i got you well that'll be interesting that's like how um how you could well, hook up your game boy to your GameCube and, and right and, and you and could play it. pokemon emerald or whatever and, and you could trade your pokemon onto the console you could do because the same you didn't thing have with... any friends and that's how you had to trade <laughs> well you what well, you could also you didn't do... have any friends or you didn't have any friends that had connecting connector cables you could do the same thing with um sonic adventure 2 battle and uh, you can do the same thing with. Uh, I don't like Chow. any of the Sonic games. The Sonic games kind of suck. Sonic Adventure Two Battle was the best game that they made, without question. <laughs> Although Shadow of the Hedgehog is pretty fun. Well, Shadow's in it and still plays a pretty major role. I know, but the the standalone Shadow of the Hedgehog game was yeah, that's pretty good. fun. Yeah, it was a good it's game. pretty laggy and looking back is kind of shit. But... It was made by Sega. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah, this is the company that brought you the Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Well, let's pick it up a little bit. Uh, best thing we saw this weekend, the Bitch of the Week. Um, okay. Let's start with the Bitch of the Week because we're going to get pissed about it. Okay, Bitch of the Week is um, an Iowa band member. Yeah, an, a member of the Iowa marching band mm. tweeted out that uh, during Iowa's traditional, you know, end of the first quarter wave yep. to the uh, Children's Hospital that, that has a view of Kinnick Stadium. Yes. Um, 
she, saying, she, she, said she that, claimed that Nebraska was the first team that didn't wave up to the the children's hospital, and it she was super butthurt. And then it. she got destroyed on Twitter because then the there because was a every, video. Every Nebraska fan posted like different videos. They're not. They didn't post the same video. They're different. All different videos of ne- the Nebraska team waving. Yeah. And yeah, was it 100% of the team? Well, and then she went... No, but well, it was she, still... And then she went... Like, uh, she tweeted out that uh, you tweet out one thing, you get a bunch of backlash for it. This is what uh, uh, celebrities must be must feel like. Which it's is like, the most ignoramus no! thing ever. <laughs> That's not what celebrities feel like. Kim Kardashian goes viral for her tweeting out a picture of her eating breakfast at, like, fucking... Yeah, she has half a wherever. pancake, and the fucking world goes nuts. Yeah. And fuck me, man. That, that shit's so fucking stupid. Like, yeah. I get it's a rivalry game, but at the same time, don't be that person, because no. that just makes you look like a shit person. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're you're going to be known as the Iowa person who accused Nebraska of not waving to kids. Who are in a hospital. The day before, hospital. the day before, they left Lincoln to go to Iowa City. And they visited they the were kids in at the... a children's hospital in Nebraska yeah. before they went to Iowa. <laughs> Don't pull that shit with me. No. That is the dumbest shit ever. Well, you, even some Iowa fans don't wave. Like, yeah, there not, are people that don't wave. Like, yeah. they're on their phone and they don't notice it, or like, I don't. Or they're not paying attention. They're talking. They're going yeah. to the bathroom. They're in the concession stand. Right. They're on the sideline talking on their headset, trying to strategize for the game. Like, right. Not everyone fucking does it. All right. right. You know, it's a cool tradition. I love the tradition. Me too. It's amazing. But don't act like it's the only tradition in college sports and don't be a prick about it like just because somebody didn't wave and not all nebraska players waved which is nebraska fans are are a little bit of the same way with the balloon stuff because people are wanting to get rid of the balloons because it's balloons because it's polluting canada or something fuck canada you know what they can eat it all right there's 98 percent of their fucking space isn't livable anyway who cares uh Switching gears, because that shit just is going to keep pissing me off for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the day. Um, the best thing I saw this week, um, I'll go first. It was the LSU-Texas ah. A&M game. That went to seven overtimes. Highest combined score in FBS history. Um, it was 74-72. to 72, And Texas A&M won. And Ed Orgeron got a Gatorade bath after LSU got an interception on the last drive of the game. But the interception was called was reversed because they said that um, Kellen Mond's knee was down before he threw the ball, oh. and because it was a fumbled snap, he went down to a knee, picked it up, and then threw the ball, and the ball was intercepted. And so they called it and they reversed it, saying oh. it was a he was down by the rule he was down before mm. he threw the ball. Right, because in the NCAA, you can't be on your knee catching or throwing or picking up a ball or, or running picking up a ball, as soon as yeah. as soon as your knee or elbow or hip touches the ground where you're in, done where in you're the down. nfl you're, you're down by contact yeah it has to be by contact but the, his knee touched the ground and so he got a gatorade bath and so he had to play he had to coach the next 30 minutes of the game mm. because it was an additional completely like, wet s- sticky wet like yeah. oh god that would be horrible and then they lost so you wasted a bunch of gatorade right um but it was in my it was the best game i've seen this wide receiver for Texas A&M, Rodgers, that dude is a fucking talent. Yeah. He, he's going to the next level. He's the next Mike Evans out of Texas A&M. Like, mm. He is. Well, he shares the same number. Well, he's a star. He's a stud, man. He's yeah. he's an absolute stud. Mm. Um, what was the best thing you saw? Um, best thing I saw this week was probably... I want to go with that, but I want to. I'm also gonna. I'm gonna go with the uh, West Virginia Oklahoma game. Let me add one more thing to that LSU Texas A&M game. Okay. Greatest thing I saw within the greatest thing I saw was Ken, I think his name is is it Kenny Rogers Jr. Uh, Keenan Rod something. I don't know. Rogers Jr. He goes up 
and makes the nuttiest one-handed catch oh my God. in the end zone in the third in well, the like, second it overtime. Like bounced off his hand and like he like it bounced off his hand. He caught it into his chest while getting one arm pulled by the defender. Gets a pass interference call and catches the touchdown. Well, yeah. Either way, it's a touchdown because you get the ball at like the two yard line if it, if he doesn't catch it because it's pass interference. It was the most incredible catch I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, honestly, I thought that was a better catch than the OBJ catch mm-hmm. because of the just a sheer difficulty level of pulling that one in yeah. as a college player was incredible. Yeah. I'm sorry. West Virginia, Oklahoma. Uh, mine was because, uh, mainly because of Will Greer. Will Greer, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in college football. Hot take? Um, yeah. He throws one of the prettiest balls, one of the prettiest deep balls I've ever seen. And, like, and- you told me to go watch this highlight as yeah, soon as it happened. It is a perfect pass 60 yards down the field. Oh, yeah. Like, in stride. It was, in stride. It was a gorgeous drop throw. in the bucket. Like, a f- like, have you ever seen the video of Patrick Mahomes? He stands at one goal line, flicks his wrist, and throws it all the way across the field? Yeah. It was a lot like that. Yeah. And it, was, it was barely any motion at all. It was a... It was a throw to a guy running up the side. If you didn't see it, he was he's on the middle. And, and that receiver maybe had a step, uh, maybe half a step on that on that defender. Will Greer's in the middle of the field in the pocket. Barely, I don't even think he got to step into this throw. No, he flicks this ball sixty yards. Hits his receiver running on the far right sideline. His feet are on the tick marks basically. Yeah, and. Just puts it right in his hands. Barely and, had And to... then the receiver just keeps on running. Yeah, and he, he just... runs like 20 yards in yeah, the Yeah, it, it was just a perfect <laughs> throw. And my goodness, Wilker yeah. is a talented guy, and yeah. he's probably going first round. Yeah, he, he'll be the first Top quarterback off the, bo- off the board. Top 10 at least. Yeah. And well, a lot of people are saying that, uh, that Oregon quarterback... Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is better. He is ungodly talented, though. Yes, but the only reason that people think he's better is because he's taller. Because and better looking. Well, Justin Herbert <laughs> is 6'6". Will Greer is 6'2". And Justin Herbert runs like a 4'6". <laughs> Justin Herbert is... He is he is a Aaron Rodgers prototype yeah. quarterback. If, where, if Aaron Rodgers was 6'6", 235... Where he's, he's, got the, he's got the running ability... But he's not a runner. No, he has he has the ability to extend plays with yes. his legs. Yeah, and Will Greer has the same ability, but he just doesn't do it as often. Yeah, Will Greer because the West Virginia offense doesn't call for it. Yeah, the I, West West Virginia offense doesn't uses doesn't use bootlegs because their running game isn't as good. Exactly. He's a he's a uh, who's a who's a good comparison quarterback um, to that. Uh, Will Greer actually reminds me a lot of uh, Derek Carr. When he was at Fresno State. No, oh, that's fair. I'll, I'll get. Yeah, I'll, um, I'm okay with that. And I think he'll be a, he'll be uh, a quarterback pretty similar to Derek Carr in the NFL. I think, but I think better. I think the Jaguars will take Greer because the Jaguars are gonna have a top ten yeah. pick. The Jaguars or the um, Giants. You gotta replace Eli. The, the Jaguars, the Giants, or um. I don't want to say the Browns because they have Baker Mayfield, so I think the Bengals. Bengals, yep. They'll probably look no. at the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, Cause the, the Jaguars. Four, the 49ers have the um, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Um, yeah, the, the Jaguars, the Giants, the Bengals, and the Saints. With a top 10 pick, though? No, no. I, I, don't, I think he'll be a first-round talent. I don't know if he'll be a top 10 pick. True. Yeah, um, I, I, but I think... I think Will Greer would be a very good heir apparent to Drew Brees. Give him a couple years, under uh, you know yeah. under Drew Brees, have Drew Brees you know teaching him, and because they're both pretty undersized quarterbacks for uh, Drew Brees, very much so because he's only six foot. But you know the average quarterback now I think is like six four or something like that. Yeah. All right, I agree. I'm on board with that. I think that that'd be a dangerous fucking thing. But. Yeah. But at the same, because you have you have Taysom Hill, who can play running back. He can do. He can play wide receiver. He can return kicks. You oh, know? you also have Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, yeah, but he's a good backup. Yeah. Um, Teddy Bridgewater will probably end up being the v- Billy Volick of our generation. 
No, that's Matt Castle. Matt Castle is the Billy Bullock <laughs> of our generation. Um, or Chase Daniel. Yeah, Chase. Chase Daniel, who had a hell of a game against Detroit, by the way. Like, well, I mean, compare Detroit sucks ass. Yeah, <laughs> but still, like. Now here's the interesting question that I'm going to pose to you. Then we'll get out here. Do does Tampa Bay draft a new quarterback? And we'll talk about that next week. All right. Uh, and as always, don't be a bitch.